your dragons and draw your swords it's game of microphones with sir duncan the fearsome <laughs> and lady rachel of house fox well met and welcome to Game of Microphones. I'm Lord Sterling, Sir Duncan the Fearsome, here with my co-hosts Lord Zach of House Bruce and Archmaster Stitches from the Luminescent Citadel on the Siren Isle. <laughs> How you guys doing this afternoon, this evening? Well, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Great characters. <laughs> Dude, Zach, was that not the craziest episode? Um, I'm at a total loss for words. Just completely epic. mentally warped. So epic. Oh, that's fucking awesome, man. I, I don't even know TV. where to begin with that madness, honestly. Whew. I was not expecting Danny to go full crazy like that, man. Fucking Daenerys, man. That's, that's a great place to start. Let's do it. Oh, man. So it starts off and John John Snow learns uh, or gets confronted by Varys, who attempts to turn him. Essentially, he's plotting right. a coup, and Tyrion just so happens to be watching from the from the ledge above and is not letting that shit fly. Mm -mm. Man, so uh, <sighs> I guess. I mean, damn, John, why didn't you just, you know, get her laid? Maybe she would have chilled out a little more. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so did anybody else catch the uh, the right before the theme song where they did like that montage of everything and it, end on, it ended on Viserion? Uh, I mean, uh, Viserys? Um, that was, yeah. yeah. Like, don't want to wake the, the dragon. End. Oh, with Viserys. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. I noticed that too. They basically gave away the twist. Yeah, Gave it away right there, yeah. but you still wouldn't have expected it. I was like, I looked at my wife, I was like, man, I can't believe they already freaking just like, you know, why are they referencing that asshole? And then it's just yeah. like, okay, something's oh, man. about it. I mean, did you really, really think you would end like with, damn it, Danny, and oh my God, sir, she's getting crushed. <laughs> <laughs> crushed alive with Jamie. <laughs> There's no predictability oh. to this whatsoever. It was whatsoever. Perfect. Total perfect. craziness. They, they put, they put um, Viserys, they put what Varys had said several seasons ago about when the Targaryen's born, yep, flip, flip a coin, a coin. Or somebody said it. They put all that in the previously on Game of Thrones for the casual fan to remember, you know, that half Targaryens are mad or whatever. But Dude. yeah, they kind of, they kind of gave it away a little bit for the uh, super fan, if you, which I feel like we all are definitely in the ranks of the for super sure. fans. As soon as I heard those quotes, I knew where it was going. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> I yeah. can't oh, Danny, man. Danny Early on in the episode, character. is or was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was. So I was just 
praying and hoping that they weren't really going to take her there. So the whole episode, I'm just like, so this whole time you've been cheering for the bad guy people i know the tyrant when she rose up out of the pit when she got her dragons out of the house of undying that whole time you're you're cheering for the tyrant dude oh she fucking obliterated his landing yeah big time apparently wow for that vader thing i will finish what you started, Kylo Devader. <laughs> I, I got you, Pops. <laughs> she was even exploding the wildfire and everything, too, by the end of the episode. Like, any of those hidden caches were all being exploded. Yeah, oh, yeah man. that was a neat touch. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Green flames coming out of nowhere, and you're like, damn. She's, you know, done everything the Mad King could have done, but even further, accelerated it far beyond what he was even capable of. Total destruction yeah, of King's Landing, dude. Total destruction. Yeah, it's it's gone. I it's mean, gone. It got worse and worse. <laughs> you know, Cersei was worse, watching worse. it for a while, and Danny was just going, Sean, basically up and down the streets, working from the walls towards the Red Keep, and she's just burn it all, burn them all, dude. I thought for sure, like the, when the the bells started ringing and everything, I thought it was going to be Cersei who like mimicked the Mad King and with, like gave the order to, yes. to the pyromancers or something. But I could, you know, like Danny's sitting on Drogon on the edge of the like of the wall there, mm-hmm. and it kept showing a close up of her face, and she's got like ash streaked across it, and she just looked like she was so pissed. <laughs> like then she starts looking at the Red Keep. I was like, oh man, she's about to just go right for it, and she just trashed. Yeah. Everything, dude. Oh, yeah. I, guess I, I said, I said, there's your target. Go to the Red Keep. But no, she burnt all the civilians. Yeah, what? Oh. What was she thinking? Do that, but you, I mean, that shot gave it away. Like, I mean, they just, I mean, the last shot you see of her of the whole episode, besides like a spot on the back of a dragon. But like when they, I mean, she's just gone. Like they, they might as well have been playing like way up here, high octave, like violins in her head when they zoomed in that moment because she was just done, gone. Like yeah, snapped, for sure. Was, totally you know, snapped. Like she she had already burned up all those uh, scorpions and blistas, and I think that was already like burning in her. And she just looked at all of this, and she heard the bells. And I guarantee she's like, "This is a trick. It's a trick. I must do you know Dracarys, Dracarys." They took you know. I mean, she just there's no telling like what kind of symbiotic high she was on with her dragon in that moment. And I think that she was also just so frustrated that all she's gotten from people in Westeros is fear and no love. Even the person that she loved had seemingly like turned against her, you know, and rejected her love. And so she went from embracing love and being a loved character to saying, you want fear? I'll give you fear. Fuck all of you people that didn't appreciate what I did for you and, you know, like showed up and sacrificed, like, good chunks of my army just to keep you all alive and <laughs> and you're all rejecting my love and just you know Jeez, Louise, crazy yeah, so much, yeah, so much for me thinking that think. next week there's gonna be an epilogue <laughs> right. i know right next no, week it's who can kill danny right next week that's Sorry. what the episode the oh name of the game God. is next I, yeah week. i guess that's that's what they're going to be shooting for Anthony J. Aliquin says, uh, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yes, I was thinking that too towards the end of the episode. I just kept repeating in my mind. I almost like posted it. You either live, you either die the hero, but then I decided against it because it would be too spoilery potentially. Right. Too, too obvious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But perfect I mean, quote for the occasion. Sorry, Johnny, so, go ahead. Well, I mean, I was just going to uh, step back from the Daenerys thing for a minute to say that, dude, how bad is it that 
Sandor goes down in flames. Oh, man. I mean, I know it was epic, but oh, I told you man. last week, I was like, don't end in a stalemate. And, you know, I mean. <sighs> <sighs> Dude, he stabbed him right through the head, and he's still alive. <laughs> he's still alive. How he's about like, the look of that that monster, though, man? Like, we're all yeah. the people Lots of rot had shown and like hardened oh, over. Oh my god, dude! And showing it like Frankenstein's monster, dude, paralleled there for a second with throwing Kyburn like down. Just oh yeah, yeah, so good, so good. Derek Pacheco says the vision in the house of the undying will be true. We all knew the Red Keep was coming down because of it. <laughs> John or Arya finishes Danny's true path next week. Ooh, interesting. I, I think that Arya is going to have PTSD enough to like ride off into the sunset. I don't think she's going to be the one that takes her out. Oh man. I think that's, I think this is going to make her go pious. Like, like this Super is what she pious. did. Like, like bapt, baptism by fire and blood and death. Like, okay, I'm out. I'm good. Thank you, Sandor. I'm gone. I can't get out of this. You know, that's and it's funny, like the gods, man. gods gave her like a white horse to like ride out. You know, I don't, I just, it's got to be John and Danny now. It's, it has to, man. If Arya kills the Night King and then turns around and kills Daenerys, it's just, I don't know, man. Dude. John that, knew that shit was fucked. You know what I mean? He oh, recognized yeah. that yeah. Danny's and gone dark side. That what was that? Trying to rape that, that Northman, oh, yeah. like grabbing that chick. Yeah, yeah totally, that man. And then he great. goes to attack John. That was insane. Yeah. And um, <sighs> people are bringing up in the chat that, that white horse that, Aria jumped on Katrina Pettigo mentioned mm -hmm. it, and uh, Scott Anes said, uh, or Anise says, "Pale Mare," which is kind of a book reference. There's that sickness, right? That <laughs> went yeah, around yeah. Uh, in Marine, I think it was. Yeah, the Pale Mare. Yeah, Marlin, it was in Marine, and of course the uh, Pale Mare of the Apocalypse. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the four, uh, Marlin. Bella Syria says, where did all those Dothraki come from? I thought there was only a handful left. Good question. We saw at least one company go riding off into the darkness, but I guess there was more. People were saying, oh my God, that was the end of a civilization <laughs> last week. Talking, Danny sacrificed the, the whole of the Dothraki people. Apparently there's still some left. That's good to know and at it, least. Yeah. And it, I mean, in, the, in, in this episode, we feel like what, what the people have always said that the death Dothraki are, are savages and that the the unsolid have no emotion. Everything that we've been told by the common people, we just felt like that side of it tonight. Like I yeah. mean, towards the middle, toward the end of that episode, you're no longer cheering for the Dothraki or the or the unsolid. You're like, what? No, right. no. stop them! Even for the dragon, what? stop it! Stop the dragon! Exactly. There's got to be one scorpion left. <laughs> yeah, there must be one yeah. ballista somewhere. Yes, they're screaming, "Kill Drogon, somebody!" <laughs> Dude, that was so hardcore. I can't believe Danny fell so so hard. I mean, god damn, she she fell like free fall speed. Anybody said yeah. this was fan service just got freaking told. <laughs> oh, man. I just, oh, I'm mad. I'm legitimately mad that they took Danny there. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm angry, sorta, too, that she made those decisions, but it's so good at the same time. Like, it's so powerful, it's you very, know? Yeah, very powerful, very hey, compelling. You get you get raped and then you get betrayed and then you get Stockholm syndrome with the lover and then that person gets betrayed by a witch. I mean, like all these <laughs> things, 
everything that she's had leads up to the great backstory of a tyrant. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like, it's if true. you look at it from that point of view, and then it's the good a... people like Masande that would have been there to help anchor her are gone. Yeah, and like it you comes know? back to like the whole love is the death of duty thing. Like it was in a different way this time. Being heartbroken just like smashed her her um, vigilance and her her honing in of on her target yeah. you know it just smashed her focus <laughs> just made her lose her mind basically yeah. so uh, and this, you know after danny after danny sit you know lands atop the wall and then they ring they sound the bells and basically the city has surrendered and we don't really see danny again it's just dragon fire and just yeah. shit just Dude, exploding. Right. We don't we yeah. don't get inside her head or her point of view anymore the whole rest of the episode. We just it was, see on the ground level. What it was hinting at that er, even earlier too, like um when she was destroying the ballistas, we had a couple of street view shots looking upwards and you just see like the flicker of the dragon tail going over the buildings and stuff and that was sort of foreshadowing the terror coming up from the point of view of the people of King's Landing. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that was so insane. So I, think, I think we know why we got so little direwolf CGI. Yeah, yeah, lots of yeah, <laughs> big, big expensive stuff. Fire. Man, what an episode, really captivating the whole time. Jesse Blair says the Golden Company was gone in two seconds. And <laughs> Sarah Ann Hargett says they should have brought elephants. <laughs> I don't think that would have helped. We had roasted elephant then. <laughs> yeah, true. And yeah, uh, Melinda have. Fraley says, "Poor Bron, he's never going to get his castle." I know, right? <sighs> well, I don't know. Maybe Tyrion now that here. yeah, the two the two Lannisters that he ever really had problems with are gone at this point, right? So maybe he could just join Tyrion. But then again, Danny's going to want to kill Tyrion um, for betraying her and letting the Kingslayer go. So that's going to be a problem imminently. What if what if he's the voice of reason, guys? Bronn? No, Tyrion. I mean, he's right there still in the in the city, in the ashes of it. And I'm sure he's going to watch mm -hmm. whatever if they have like a procession. There's going to be something they're going to have to have for her when she finally lands and takes her throne. We're going to get that shot. We have to at this point. I mean, we saw it in the envision of, we know it's not snow now. Duncan's right. That was Ash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad yeah. to, to say that's true. <laughs> oh, man. And by her doing, too. Like, it would have been another thing if it was Sir Ash from Cersei, you know, something like that. But no, it's Ash from Danny wasting everybody. Dude, that moment when, when Kyburn goes up to Cersei and he's like, it's lost. We got to get out of here. And she turns and like takes his hand and she looks so helpless. It's like looking down at an angle and we can see just the devastation everywhere outside of the Red Keep. I mean, Danny just, just, just destroyed it all, man. Like, yeah, it's yep. unbelievable. Everything. Unbelievable. Everything. Everything. Heather Jameson on YouTube says the Cersei Jamie death was so cheap. And that's, that's how I feel. Um, oh, I'm just robbed. It, they were in each other's arms and all that jazz, but it just, I don't know. Um, I'm in denial. I think maybe that they're not done yet. They're going to somehow crawl out of the rubble. And I mean, that seemed, that's pretty far fetched, but uh, I, I just, uh, I just hate Griffin it. here. <laughs> well, I mean, but to your point, to your point, Zach, I mean, you got uh, that moment where you heard Arya scream with the flames wrapping around her and then. 
cutscene. Now she's pulling out of the ash, all head bleeding. For a second there, I mean, and they leave it to you because you got to watch Jamie and uh, Cersei see all the rubble and like, how are we going to get out of here? And all me and my wife were thinking is, where the hell is Arya? What was that screaming in the <laughs> fire? Screw these two uh -huh. Lannisters. What happened to Arya? <laughs> Dude, I, then yeah. it shows her lying there for like for a split second. I thought she was dead. Yeah, and then something loud happens and she like, wakes up. It's like that'd be so uh, crazy if it just Arya was just trampled and killed, and they just cut to her yeah. dead body. That's it. They were messing with us with Arya for a, several times there. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it was, they, she had a touching goodbye with the Hound as well. I liked that. She, you know, she goes to come with him, and he is real gets real serious with with her for a second and tells her, "Listen, like." Basically, you have your whole life ahead of you. You know, I've been focused on this revenge since I was a little kid. You got to think about this. If you come with me, you're not leaving alive. And he like puts his hand around the back of her head. Damn, that was such a powerful moment. Walks past yeah, her, really and I liked how she um, she addressed him by his name. It sort of reminded me of the bath the bathhouse scene with Jamie and, mm -hmm. and Brienne when mm -hmm. she calls him Jamie. And he's like, Jamie, you know, and she calls him the king. Get the Kingslayer some help, you know. Yep. Uh, finally, like, he's earned being called Sandor, even by Arya, who left him to die and has tried to kill him before repeatedly. <laughs> so that's, like, sort of a, a redemption for him, which I thought was appropriate. And uh, it felt good, you know, having her thank him. And she, like, he kind of acknowledges it. It was a good moment. What would you guys think about yeah. that last convo? I, I thought, oh, he's dead. I mean, seriously, as soon as he said, you know, she said, thank you. And it's like, oh, no. Like, that's all I hit my head. I'm like, oh, God, he's not going to make it. Oh, my God. How cool is that scene, though, when he finally shows up, shows down with um, with How about he giant Gregor? Cut down the, he cut down the Queen's Guard there, though, like they were nothing. <laughs> Even now, I could cut through the five of you like so much butter. said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Hound oh, is a very was... talented fighter, you know, so it's not surprising yeah. that he was able to uh, <laughs> to give, you know, do some work on those poor fellows. Prince, uh, Sarah says, uh, fucking die. That yeah, yeah that's struggle almost, real, man. Yeah, it was very real, and he almost got Oberind. Oh, yeah. big time. Big and that's time. what they were toying with us, right? They're like, oh, yep. no, 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 no. I don't need this right now. <laughs> so much oh. toying. God, what a good episode. So <sighs> fucked up. Oh, my God. And then the mountain just busts up Kyburn so easily. <laughs> Like so simply, he refuses the order from Cersei, which was pretty interesting. Showing you still got some sort of autonomy going on in his little his little undead zombie brain, and Kyburn yeah, steps up to like try to be the enforcer. Like I made you, you listen to me, boy. But no, 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 no. He just he does that move that I liked so much from from Piss Alley yep. with that guy. Just, <laughs> it's just throat pushes him right into the thing, and then just tosses him. Oh my god. Into the pile Thinking, uh, of rubble. It was hilarious. On Facebook, Sarah Ann uh, Huggert says, Kyburn's death was satisfaction. And it was, man. Like, there you go. It was. You it created was your good. undoing. 
Yeah. Yep. And some, yeah. A, a couple of people in, in, a, in one of our groups or something said that the last shot that we see of Kyburn kind of lay, laying there on the rubble is basically how Rob or somebody found him at Hall, like way back in season three after oh, Tywin's yeah. army had left or something like that. Damn. Yeah. He was at Hall. He was all fucked up. Barely survived that one. Uh, finally, I got YouTube comments over here loaded up. Pete Clark. Yeah, I can't get mine to load, so I'm just going to do Facebook. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I got it. Pete YouTube Clark too. is is uh, is predicting Arya will kill Drogon. Uh, a prepaid faceless man kills Danny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's. I don't. I don't know. John, a prepaid. That's great. John, he's. I mean, he's going to have the showdown with Danny, and or Arya is. He's, he's going to have to. Is he going to try and save her and? like fix her or is he and Arya going to team up against her what oh, oh is a I, fixer. Think, I think uh i think Arya has rode out of town i don't i mean again i didn't watch obviously the next week on or anything mm. like that too i heard it Me and either. started up but uh yeah it's uh it was mm. quick i know that's much because as soon as i turned around like the new uh I heard the the previews for whatever new shows are coming out i'm like damn i guess they're not giving away nothing good I didn't mm -hmm. hear any dialogue like normal, you know, like I'm walking away. I keep always trying to run in here to set up, but <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just, but again, prediction, I just see her riding out of town and I don't know, man, I don't want her to go back into that. I feel like if there's anything to make her go back to Gendry and be like, you know what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. After what I've witnessed, I want no part of violence anymore. <laughs> I will. I but I've already lady. married Lola Stokeworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. That'd be a good, that'd be a big step up for Lawless. <laughs> yeah, Baratheon. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Even if he was born a bastard. Lord Bryson of House Wolf says that the mountain also ended his vow of silence, blocking those rocks from hitting Cersei. He grunted in pain, so that was it for him. No more loyalty to Cersei after that. No. <laughs> the, the, the vow was broken. Yeah. So, um, Laurie Perkins says Danny is too far gone. And Farad um, Dabadoy says Danny needs to go. Dada boy, Dada boy. Sorry. You, you, I mean, you, you really, I mean, are we, uh, we're, we're there, right? There's no redemption for this woman at this point. She just murdered millions of people. Yeah, so I mean, she basically, yeah, she just accomplished, dad. yeah, she accomplished everything <laughs> that the, the Mad King wanted to do hor horribly. That was horrific, man. That was horrific. <sighs> I couldn't believe that when she started roasting all the people on the ground. It's like, yeah, because at thinking? first it was just the ships, and then it was the scorpions and ballistas on the walls, you know, basically taking down the walls. And how great a moment was that when the Golden Company is standing there, faced off with the Northern Army and the rest of Danny's forces, and everybody's just kind of standing there. And you're like, how can they not hear all the action out in the bay? But then you see what they're doing, playing with time well, a little bit, and they just come from behind. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. What? Well, I mean, you can hear for a second they do those. Yeah. Yeah. It starts. And like, what the hell is that? Dude. But by that point, it's too late. When she blasted the hole through the wall there and came out to, you know, so she blew out that whole area so the Dothraki and the Unsullied could come in. Yep. I thought 
that she that made like awesome. a giant, <laughs> like a, a just just a giant fire pathway from the red keep all the way down there. But it, she, she just blew out the wall. So at that point, she was trying right. to not to kill people. Still, uh, exactly. Was, at that point, we were still cheering for her. <laughs> right. Oh my god, dude! I would uh, imagine the webcam shots tonight of people watching this episode. Yes, get them. That's right. Oh, awesome! The Golden Company's yeah. done. And, oh, that's me. What? what just happened? No, what? No, stop. What? Stop. What are you doing? No. <laughs> babies. I, You're burning babies. I got, some, <laughs> I got some reaction video of me. It's pretty dark, but I don't know how much of it will come out. But it was, oh, it was just so good. And then it was just like complete disbelief that they were taking Danny down this road. God, yeah, dude, so crazy. And oh. Scott. Scott Anissa in the chat is pointing out. He says, "I'm surprised Duncan hasn't mentioned that solid stretch of graphic kill shots. <laughs> a lot of work went into that five seconds. <laughs> They're like cutting people's heads off and just like, oh, oh yeah, that was hands are exploding. That was gnarly. that was so good. You see one of the one of the Lannister um, men at arms. I mean, he got slashed like Beric Dondarrion. He was like, oh yeah, that like, that was the start down. of that montage. I think, yeah, yeah right. Just cleaved him." I, th- I don't think, I mean, I looked right at my wife and I was like, I love this show. Like, right after that one time, I was like, I just love this show. Yeah. This is the best show on TV ever. Yeah, uh, Matthew Rep, more. Sir Matthew of House Rep says, if there was a great maester conspiracy that killed all the dragons the first time around, maybe they were on to something. That's what I was saying. Remember last week I said uh, that I'm not sure if if there could ever be you know, like a, a reign peace. of peace without fear, like Danny said, if there's any dragons left. Unfortunately, can dragons coexist with humans in peace? I'm not sure. No, they're, they're, they're conscious WMDs, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an atom bomb with a brain. Yeah, well, they're like powered by magic, right? And what did what do they say about sorcery? It's a two-sided sword, right, that can come stab back at you. You, can, you can't yeah, really, a it's sword a sword with no, with no handle. handle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! You could that first time wow. too when, you know, da- when Tyrion goes to see her and she's brooding instead of John now, and he, when Danny's brooding instead of John in the darkness, you know something is fucked. And she's just like standing in front of the window, all disheveled in the map room, all crazed looking, and he's like, "I have to tell you something. You might, there's something you need to know." And she's, she already knows that somebody betrayed her, but she thinks it's John. Like she's, oh, she's like all ready for it, you know? Like, yeah, that was that was so sad, man. Yeah, really sad totally. for sure. <sighs> uh, what about a uh, varies, man? The end oh of varies. my god, yeah. Man. I wonder what Sir Patrick is, is thinking about that. Um, Patrick has been very suspicious of Varys for a long time now. And uh, I'd be very curious to know what Sir Patrick is thinking. Um, yeah, somebody was, Matt, Matthew Rep in, in, a, in a group chat or something was saying, was Varys with the little girl in the kitchens, was he plotting to poison Danny? I missed that, if that's what happened. Oh, she won't take her food. That makes sense. Yes, that's perfect, dude. You okay. you, I mean, that's a, you nailed it, dude. That's yeah, great. that's it. Yeah, that's for Matthew cool. of House Rep or yeah. whoever thought of that, that's really a good catch, definitely. He was trying to poison her because, yeah, like you said, like you were just about to say, I think Tyrion was like, what happens to her? Mm-hmm. Last episode. Said, Tyrion says, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and we Barry knew. Says, 
he tells the little oh, girl, that he makes, says, oh, we'll try again at dinner. And I'm yeah, thinking, oh, he's just, he, just, he just wants her to eat because she's not eating. But it's like, no, he's got other stuff going on. Yeah, yeah he's definitely he's trying, trying to, to poison her. her. Absolutely. Man, too bad that didn't work. That makes so much more sense now why Tyrion's like, it was me. Like, you deserve this. You tried to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I want to read oh. those ravens that Varys was sending out. I wonder how many he got to send before he met his fiery Started doom. burning them. Well, what, was right. he, was he, what was he burning at that point then? Was he burning? <sighs> we don't I know how much time had elapsed. Out or not. More letters, that's all we know. And he took off his rings. What was up with that? Maybe because he had said, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. I think he left the rings for the little kids that are going to come back to look for him and he'll be gone. So at least give him some payment. Yeah, here's something. That's my guess. It took me like half the episode to think of that. And I was like, oh, I bet those rings are for the little kids. (laughs) 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 Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. Oh, Varys. But after everything, he was right. You know, like, so Sir Patrick is... Is um, is right that Varys was plotting, you know, against Danny? But it turns out that Varys was right about Danny, and that she ended up being a freaking nutcase. Um, you know, like yeah, probably shouldn't say any examples. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was I. The way, the way she. Yeah, it is. She sentenced him to death, and it's the dark, and you're like, okay. And then just out of the blackness, it comes Oh, Dragon's yeah, eye. that was so uh, cool. I, Daenerys Stormborn, mother of dragons, and Drogon lurks out of the darkness behind her. That was so sick. Ugh. Varys took it like a G, too. And I liked that he was, um, they had a, you know, he had a nice little conversation with Tyrion before he went out there. They, like, sort of reconciled with each other, and Tyrion admitted you know, like it was me. I, I, I told on you basically. I narked you out. But at the same time, they still like respected each other. That they just made different choices and they were being loyal to what they were loyal to. Each of them and neither of them seemed to be too like mad at each other about about it in the end. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., did you would you guys agree with that? I would, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's so shitty, man. All I of know. It, it's just, oh, it's so rough. It's, I mean, when they say that there is nothing but great characters in this series, I mean, yeah, <laughs> except for the Night King <laughs> and Gregor Clegane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's there's at least hints of Grey to Gregor the, the Mountain Clegane in the books because you learn that he 
quaffs milk of the poppy like ale for these like crazy migraine headaches that he gets, which like make him lash out. So there's at least uh, some force being exerted on him that motivates his rage. Um, yeah. You know, well, so you can feel sympathy today. on some level. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Heather Jameson says uh, she said it at the beginning. Fear in all caps. And Sarah Larkham says it felt like the loot train battle times a thousand. Woo. Yep. It really did. That was so crazy. And uh, Sarah Hargett says she has unleashed the dragon. No going back now. No going back now, man. Next week, it's the race to kill Danny, I think. Right? I mean, yeah, I don't who, think, I don't, so is John cheering for John to be on the throne at this point or for Sansa? I mean, what? Sansa was right too, man. <laughs> yeah. Princess Sarah of uh, House Von Daltron says she knew Danny was going to do that. All the signs pointed to her losing it. Last episode uh, with that feast and stuff, definitely from from then on out at least. Oh, that's so sad. It's like what a tragedy and like a Shakespearean, you know, level of somebody who lives their whole life trying to do good and and um, save people and protect people and free people, and then it's like uh, the Joker says, you know, all it takes is one bad day. Just just give him a little push. You know, and Danny descended like nobody's business, like a literal, a literal Lucifer, you could say, like a fallen angel, spitting fire and everything. Lucifer translates to bringer of light, and uh, I mean that's basically what the dragon is. It's just spitting fire and light everywhere. So she goes from being like this angelic figure, and she's fallen from her path of righteousness, just like Lucifer. (laughs) So I got something I want to bring up. So as far as writing goes, how hard it is to like make you fall in love with a character. We like found this mom and her child and followed their whole little micro story. I know that was so like good. Half of this episode, that was <laughs> badass, man. Like if I was making that's a top cool. five or something, that would have been in there. I mean, yeah, that was, dude, that's so, so cool. Cool. When it, it, it like that's zoomed in, they get they end up pin, pinned up against the doorway, and it gets like this one little low camera angle of the mom, like, oh, quick, let's go this way, and it like skirts yeah. around, and I was like, oh, that was interesting. They're like focusing so in on these, even even right folk. there. <laughs> the Benioff, Benioff and Weiss are like, here's these characters. Oh, cool. I'm hoping for them. Oh, thanks. You took them away from me. Cool. What Game of Thrones? There we go. <laughs> then they save Arya's ass and Arya gets them both yep. roasted. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so brutal. I wonder if watch, watch next episode if Arya sorry if Arya Arya still in this city. Like all the other people in the room are like, hey, yeah, we all we all lived in there. princess sarah also adds that when she liked the scene when drogon came through the darkness too she says the graphics were pristine the graphics were so good it oftentimes they use darkness to hide uh low quality graphics but somehow they made this actually look really good and i didn't see there were there were a few dark scenes like that in this episode but i feel like they modified the episode after last week's compression disaster cuz i didn't see any problems with compression in the darkness at all this week no um i mean it it was a beautifully shot episode like i loved all those freak those uh those shots um Oh God, freaking uh, the, the the shot where 
the wide shot of Danny coming in behind Arya on the dragon before it cuts to Arya screaming in the flames. Oh like, man, it's, like, it's so foreboding. I'm like, here it comes. This is it. This is Arya's undoing. I mean, because it's like, why are why are they concentrating so long on that shot way in the background? And she's getting closer. Yeah, the and closer, closer. Oh, yeah. so good, was, man. Cinematography yeah. is on point. They played oh. with us a bunch with Arya, but when the dragon was approaching from behind her, I was I was worried that Arya would die, and that would be the thing that pushed John over the edge, and John was going to take Danny out. Uh, that's what my wife Amy she's in the chat said the same thing too uh, she's like what if John finds Arya's body <laughs> <laughs> that would be so we're on the same thing, Zach. <laughs> one of the saddest casualties of this episode um, or indeed of the entire series was within this episode the casualty the loss of the red keep just the that uh, building itself I thought you were about to do a joke and say uh, you're on Greyjoy. Because <laughs> <laughs> <I really thought laughs> we haven't talked about him yet. <laughs> I was like, don't do it. Don't oh, do it. I killed Jamie Lannister. No, you didn't. Fucking the keep did. Yep. <laughs> Bam. At least, yeah, that's one good thing about the way Jamie went out is that <laughs> Euron didn't get to take credit for it. So do you oh, think that man. the whole thing is done or is it going to be reconstructable? Like, or is it going to look like Hall when they empty it all out of the rubble? I'm wondering how much of it is left because, I mean, she was taking out giant towers of it with like a single swipe, like a lightsaber or like Isao Machi mm -hmm. with a samurai with a katana and like a one of those reed sticks just <laughs> slicing yeah. it like nobody's business. Sing. <laughs> single God. sweep and it just, that whole, oh my God, that, I couldn't believe it. Like in that, that vision of, from the House of the Undying, the throne was there. The you know some of the ceiling was in, intact in the throne room. I don't know, dude. I mean, I feel like she roasted the whole fucking building. I don't know if there's anything left after <laughs> after that. <laughs> so, how bad do you think that the internet is just going to rip apart the fact that Cersei gets to die in the arms of her lover? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lady Fair in the chat the is mad about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, Lady oh, Farah in the chat, Farah D, is saying that we waited all this time for Cersei to get what's coming to her, and she dies in Jamie's arms. You know, yeah, I wanted Arya to look her in the eyes mad. while she killed her or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, oh, I'm angry about that. I wonder if George, if, if Danny's descent into madness was one of the key points that George told D&D &D about, or if they came up with this on their own. I uh, I don't I don't even want to know. I want to be surprised in the books. Well, I mean, still. <laughs> think about it. Think, I mean, we were just talking about her like baptism by pain and and betrayal and rape and all these things she went through and loss. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's going through all that in the books too. <laughs> yeah, like on a, a more detailed level. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. God. I know. Like, I'll just just craziness that whole thing i haven't even looked at my notes yet to see what i have written down there to talk about oh how about this john and aria were both in like full-on ned stark style with their hairdos um yeah, like john i noticed in, in particular like when he comes running in he's got the half ponytail back you know with the hair down on the sides and everything i thought it was so cool that he's like he's a targaryen now but he's like full-on Ned Stark homage mode 
uh, as he entered King's Landing. And I've had, (laughs) yeah, there you go, Johnny. I've had uh, uh, visions of like imagining Robert's Rebellion with that actor who played young Ned Stark, like like walking through the the streets of King's Mm. Landing on his way to the throne room to find Jamie Lannister in there. And it was like partially reenacted by John in this case. He never made it to the throne room, but he was on his way. And I was was having like Robert's Rebellion flashbacks, picturing Ned walking along that same pathway, basically with the same hairstyle and like surrounded by men of the North and everything like that. It was cool, man. Dude, the men of the North were shitbags in this episode, too. <laughs> yeah, what the hell happened? <laughs> what happened, dude? <laughs> it's just that war rage, I guess, man. I don't. If I'm going to die, I'm going to get some real quick. I don't... I don't. Uh, yeah. Just concentrate on the fight, dude. Really? You're going to pillage yeah. already? <laughs> and we... Oh, man. Uh. So, when... I, I guess, remember what I was trying to say with Varys and Tyrion before, how they kind of, like, ended in a friendship. I have in my notes here, the last line was, Goodbye, old friend. I think that Varys said, so that was very fitting. And um, we got an answer, I would say, you know, we weren't quite sure last week exactly how to interpret the John and Danny thing as they started making out when John was all drunk and she goes to, like, take off his pants, Blink-182 style, and he, like, turns on the TV, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. so this this week, basically the same thing happens. She's like, tells him she loves him. She tries to kiss him. They're kissing for a few seconds, and he, he's like just too freaked out that she's his aunt, I guess, right? And uh, he steps aside and pushes her away, and I think we have our answer now that he can't love her the way think, that he, he... Do you think did. it... I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, uh, that, that's it right there. That's the end for Do me. you think that it's that or the fact that he's really at that point pondering what she could be not just that oh this is my aunt it doesn't feel right it's like could they all be right about her like should i like make love to this woman i mean what if she is oh, what was that after the vis- was that after the various execution uh um, yeah it was wasn't it i think so yeah yeah so you could yeah it could be a mixture of the two well, but I mean, he's already still, you know, I mean, he's got Arya and them and the gods with the last episode telling him, you know, there's, we don't trust her. There's something wrong. When I mean, right. your sisters of that long tell you, hey, there's something wrong with this woman. It doesn't <laughs> make, you know, you know, your, your dick stand out of tension, I'm sure. But, uh, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> it's hilarious. Your like, you know, you got, sisters you get... of that long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, <laughs> how long have they been together? Like up until that point, <laughs> fucking Some... shit. Who Dan and Johnny? No, 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 no. Fucking no, Sansa <laughs> and, and Arya. Like for him to trust her. Like for him to trust what they were yeah, saying. To as him long the as Arya's been alive, right? She's got to be like so, sixteen. So yeah, he's known known her since she was a newborn, and I think at least I mean Sansa and him are what very very similar in age like she's a few years younger than him right because mm-hmm. he's the same age as rob or a little older than rob yeah about this yeah i can't, I can't remember which one's older actually but i mean either way you have these two women that have grown up in your household or girls to women that have grown up in this household telling you something wrong with this woman and then now she's got you by the fireplace like you want to kiss me let's do this no I just roasted this guy <laughs> you're, you're my aunt you just killed that guy and uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Give me a minute. Oh <laughs> Let's my <get> god! <laughs> as horrific and horrifying and tragic as it was, though, man, it was spectacular. That whole that descent into madness it was so good. Like 
It was crazy. Princess Sarah is mentioning in the chat also that she was very pleased with how the mountain looked when he took his gear off. That was oh, cool. Was epic. <laughs> it was like this moment. Like, there's this video game, Lords of the Fall, and, and as you take down this boss and his, his health is getting like down in sections, each section he like like knocks off a section of, of his armor and then like, you know, becoming more and more mobile and more and more crazy and I felt like this was a battle and yeah, <laughs> a boss very, fight in was, Lords of the Fallen. <laughs> yeah, it was a very video gamey kind of like atmosphere to that. Yeah. You know, like the hardest boss battle of the game kind of thing. I could definitely see that. And that was so Like awesome. even the, the, the like Mortal Kombat style pit of fire they fall into at the end. Game yeah. Over. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> God, man. <sighs> Jared I can't, Pacheco I can't believe he didn't just like. Good, sorry. This, this is George's ending for sure. He said, "Guaranteed." Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, we'll see. We will see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> he could change his mind. It's not out yet. Oh, Alicia <laughs> Stout right. is mentioning that we also saw um, Bran's vision of the dragon flying over the city. We got that shot, and then uh, got got yeah, it like zoomed back a little, and we got to continue from his vision, seeing it was Drogon flying over the city. So, if he has seen the destruction of King's Landing in his vision, how come he didn't warn anybody of that? Maybe it wasn't like linear and clear to him. He just got fragments of it. So he's but, not, he doesn't want to disrupt the whole war off of like an idea that this might be it. Or maybe he thought maybe that's what's got to happen. Or he's completely on board and it's going completely as it's planned to in his head. This is working. Yeah, who knows? Just he like has a brand computer now. Yeah, I mean, if John ends up on the throne at the end of all of this, maybe this hmm. is how is the only way it would go down. The one possibility uh, Doctor Strange saw. I was just going to say, Brand's like Doctor Strange, like... <laughs> <laughs> 14, 14 million futures. Sorry, go ahead, Zach. The Avengers, the Avengers use Doctor Strange to good effect, but we're not using Brand <laughs> at all. He's just chilling in his wheelchair talking oh, about Derek Targaryen building a wheelchair <laughs> 400 years ago. Uh, oh, man. Will, I, wheelchair construction corner with Brad. <laughs> yeah, I want to at least everybody learn the origin of that cat's paw dagger. Like he started to, you know, hint at with Baelish. What were you going to say, Zach? There's go, everybody go check out Airtac Altanaz's Instagram page. He has yes. this gnarly picture of Danny in a fucking burnt husk of the throne room. And nice. It's up right now. It's like on my Instagram feed. We're giant Airtac Altanaz fans oh, yeah. at uh, throw it, Microphones throw a microphone podcast. The, uh, the chat. Yeah, uh, in my yeah. opinion, he's the number one Game of Thrones uh, artist, like you know, drawing slash painter. Uh, like he is amazing. His his Game of Thrones stuff is next level. A huge fan. Yeah, people are saying that they noticed that it was Brand's vision as well. And uh, Alicia Stout saying, how did Jamie survive the stabbing that long? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you get a good gut stab, it can take you a day or two to bleed out and die, right? Yeah. And it's That's just really it. uncomfortable and slow, painful death. He's just worked his well, way through it to get to his girl, I guess. That we don't really know how far, like, mapped out wise from that part where the little skiff was waiting for them to that part where the maps on the floor where they met, like... 
how long of a distance is that if you go through that direct shortcut, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, good question. Mm -hmm. Good question. Oh, oh my God, God, dude. How about that fight with him and Euron? That was hilarious. So Euron is saying that he is a king. Does that mean that he married Cersei? Is that what we're what he's claiming? He's based like that's what he's claiming, I, I think, man. Right? Because he's I like Jamie says, You're not a king, and he's like, Oh, but I am. And I fucked a queen too, right? I think he's taunting her. I don't, I, I just, I mean, just talking shit. I feel like they would have like brought that up a, a little bit more than just right there. I mean, to me, that sounds like a, a Greyjoy full of shit taunt. Um, yeah. To like get the upper edge in the battle, throw him off. Mm. Alicia Stout's pointing out Danny sitting on the throne in, in Dragonstone with the lights on each side of her was just like the scene with the Mad King when he was saying, burn them all, burn them all. She says they're sitting in the same exact position. That's worth checking out and going to look for that. If that's true, that's so pretty she gonna, cool. So is she going to just like have the, uh, the chair like fucking throw it on the back of Drogon and fly it over to Dragonstone and rule from there? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I cannot believe just how fast and agile and deadly Drogon was in this episode. Like, he, she so stupidly came and attacked the ships right from the front again. Um, just talk about. Talk about video gamey. That's what I was thinking. She's like, do, 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 like, frogger. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess if you get down that close to him and you manage to make it that far, at that point, the speed that you're moving is so much faster than those things can even rotate laterally that <laughs> there's no and way that they can hit you. Yeah, and reloading. Dude, th that was crazy. And uh, so we got, got to see Cersei had some custom ballistas as well with the lion's head around the uh -huh. injection point, kind of um, mimicking Joffrey's crossbow. Probably an homage to her beloved Joffrey. <laughs> Audrey Reifler says, uh, I think Arya was like, maybe I should have just gone with Gendry, <laughs> which is probably exactly. what she's like amidst all the destruction and chaos. Oh, that's 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 what I was saying earlier. You know, he's she's, he's going to go up there and be like, I mean, she's going to be like, yes, the answer is yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Audrey adds, how are we even going to get any type of satisfying ending from this? I can't figure out what could be an okay <laughs> a way to come out from from this. <laughs> is there going to be one? Yeah, uh, right. I don't know. It's supposed to be bittersweet. So that means what lot of John has to kill Danny and everything ends up being <laughs> exactly. okay, but everybody's lost the people that they love, you know? Whole lot of bitter. I like Brienne lost, <laughs> Brienne lost Jamie. Mm -hmm. John and Tyrion I Jamie. Danny. Sansa loses the Hound and Theon. Arya loses everybody. Like, you know, <laughs> well, I guess she's, she could go back to Gendry, but who knows if he'd even want her at this point. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Arya makes it out alive. She she's not leaving. I don't think she's right down to town. She's she's totally she having seen what she saw firsthand. She's definitely her perspective has changed a lot. But she death rides the pale mare. She is. Yeah. Oh man, good call. God's, she is the many faced God's instrument of death, and that and just she put that horse it. there for. That that yeah. horse may may that, tell that, you that it's that's her that I, strikes the death blow again with, with Danny. For she's all gonna go. try. She's yeah, definitely she's gonna, gonna make try. it to where something like give the opportunity for John or somebody to make that hit. Um, 
Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Or somebody, or John's going to say, go, go. And then, you know, she's going to run up and <laughs> clearly stab Danny. <laughs> and it'll be, in the, it'll be in the captions. Go! <laughs> yeah, it won't be hidden. Yelling we were in the writer's room when we thought, Yelling. we'll kill Cersei <laughs> and the Night King. I mean, uh, Danny and the Night King the same way. <laughs> Nobody will care. Nobody will care. <laughs> Princess Sarah says, I was bummed that Cersei didn't go down at the hands of a Stark, but I'm glad that yeah. Jamie went down in the hands of the woman he loved. It was very conflicting for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so brutal. And, I, I liked I, it. Like, I mean, uh, they got to be together in the end, and it was like a happy, little happiness amidst all a bunch of horror, which was like beautiful, but also like terrifying at the same time because it's yeah. uh, involving Cersei, <laughs> you know? Oh, I think man. for people like me who wanted to see Cersei die a terrible death, they, the, her last little begging about, you know, I want my child, I want our child to live. Like that was her uh, heart crushing, soul crushing loss right before her eventual death. That was supposed to be the satisfying thing. It was like I don't, her unborn child dying and her hopes for her un- unborn child are a complete different thing to me ver- versus her Cersei, the evil Mad Queen 1.0 and Danny's Mad Queen 2.0. Oh my God. It, it just, it's great it left, characters, man. It is great characters, they, but their they, death, it left me just unsatisfied. But that, I mean, I think that that was the thing. Like I said, if people are going to say, oh, Game of Thrones is, you know, nothing but fan service now, they took that away from you in that moment. Everybody was so ready for her to eat it and just get blow like dragon fire right through her, her little balcony right there and close <laughs> her ass. But in that moment down there for a second, you're just like, What? You know, not like, oh my God, I, no one, I don't think anybody at the moment's like, God, I, you know, I hope she lives for her child's sake, like she's saying. I, I feel that now too. Right. I mean, it's not that extreme, but you're no longer going, yeah, die, die, kill oh, yeah, <laughs> her. You know, they, they took that away from you. It's like, no, we're Fucking in control die. of this story, not you. We are. And this yeah. is how it just went down. Boom. Dude. I love that. I love TV that takes that kind of risk, man. It yeah. was so good. Yeah, this was a fantastic yeah. episode. I am in charge now. I am in charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How about the hound? We've got to go back to talk about the hound a little bit and that scene when he starts walking up the steps and the, everything is collapsed all around them. I was thinking maybe he's going to survive this, you know? Who knows? But then at the same time, I was thinking I was Obi-Wan Kenobi, I have the high ground, <laughs> you know? And I was like, no, <laughs> don't do it. Don't make a move, Sandar. Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Gregor has the high wow. ground. He's uh, bigger than you. Undead necromanced magic craziness. He has the high ground on steps and crumbling surroundings. It's like, oh, this is not good for Sandor. I was surprised also that the hound didn't even care about Cersei at all. Just let her walk out. I mean, like he yeah, could have just like boom, sliced her head off. Maybe he just like left her for so Arya would have a chance. Figured she was dead anyway. You know, at least might as well give Arya a shot at it, right? <laughs> How how cool cut scene would it? How cool would have been a scene like right when Kyburn's head bashed on the rock if the mountain just went <laughs> like, they, like they were tied together, <laughs> like he's he's powering yeah. his necromancy. He kills his master yeah. and dies like Which, I mean, deanimates. The way the way he looked at that hand during the meeting last season, I was like, I wonder if he's thinking, "Ooh, how could I make dead things that can work?" Uh, you know, like this, like tied to things. I mean, because. 
I mean, you really don't know how necromancy works in this show. I mean, we learned right there that it isn't that way because in a lot of video games and other movies, you kill the necromancer, you kill what he's raised or he's created. Yeah, at least not Kyburn's style of necromancy. No, no, he fucked up, man. Frankenstein's monster all day long. Oh, man. Dude, I, I'm I'm not convinced Gregor's even dead, honestly. <laughs> After taking all those stabs to the various parts of his body and yeah, and right having the dome piece. Right through the dome piece. Domed out, yeah. dude. And <laughs> not even zombie rules killed him, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking not Jason Voorhees. So remember I what say, I said this afternoon? Oh yeah, I say there's no way Cersei, Jamie, and Tyrion all make it out alive tonight. Yep, that was a Zach. Yeah prediction from earlier today i knew it was true too as soon as you said it i was like oh he's so right about that man no way they're all making it out of this episode. yeah <laughs> one out of three that the, the so um, we, go ahead johnny oh i was gonna say like i mean it kind of changes the gears a little bit but like what is the like who's going into the next one now we got john Tyrion, Daenerys, like uh davos there's, I mean, we really knocked it down. Arya, Sansa, Brienne. Like, the, the, the list just got chopped in half. I mean, there's no more Euron, no more No Jamie, more, no, oh, my God. Who else are we missing? We got Gendry still. Uh, still. Pod, it's just everybody. Braun. Yeah, it's, I mean, next week just has to be them trying to eliminate Danny. It's got to just be everybody against Danny next week, right? Or Danny eliminating I mean, everybody next week. Yeah, how crazy we are. Like, I can't wait to see Danny on the Iron Throne. There it is. Are you happy? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. That was a crazy episode. Really, really crazy oh. episode. Alicia uh, says, uh, not too surprising. Hound didn't kill Cersei at, at all. His whole arc was to kill his brother in revenge yeah. for putting his face to the fire. Yeah. That is true. That Daniel, is true. Yeah. Daniel M. Rodriguez said, Grey Worm. Forgot about him. Mr. Uh, Kebobbing. God, I, I thought for a moment there, we were about to have a Grey Worm, Jon Snow battle. Yeah, <laughs> I did too. That would have been epic. Yeah. I thought for oh. sure Grey Worm was beasting out again, dude. He was like in the zone yep. of just like, you killed my girl, Man. I'm going to kill yep. all of you. Yep, straight machine. He was a yeah. killing machine. Totally. Yeah. Daniel uh, M. Rodriguez brings up also the only truly emotional scene was Tyrion and Jamie. Man, that was raw, yeah, dude. Was. Their, their goodbye. That was so oh. raw. Really great again. Um, you know, Tyrion's performance was amazing. Yeah. I had a very powerful yeah, no scene. Very powerful crying scene. Crying the way he did, yeah. Yeah, and it made us think that we were going to lose Tyrion to it. Sort of like threw us off from the Jamie death. Um, well, our friend yeah. Tony Camonti, a.k.a. Purpose, from the rap group, group Tragic Allies, says, what a crazy episode, bro. Right. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard his album, check it out. The Iron Throne of Microphones. We've been playing one track per week throughout the uh, season eight. You guys definitely should check it out. Purpose is his name from the group Tragic Allies. Uh, Amazing. title for tonight, The Bells. I'm trying the to Bells. Oh, man. Princess Sarah on point finding the episode title. If she says it, I believe it. Yeah, definitely. Let's see. Let me clear my glyvin. Bells. Uh, <laughs> clear your glyvin. Yeah, it's I mean, it's got to be the bells, right? The in the whole it all came down to the bells and like 
it's right off the bat, the we knew it was going to be a big deal when Tyrion's like, if you know, let them ring the bells, and and if they ring the bells, it means they've surrendered. Stand down, right? And I, right. I have written in my Wikipedia notes something like, "What was that?" Wikipedia so says it's true. Nice. HBO Go. All right, thank you, Princess Sarah, giving us the details. Right. <laughs> the bells, perfect name for this episode. Honestly, that. <laughs> it all came down to the bells, really. Would you say closing time? Closing, uh, the closing music should have been Hell's Bells. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Ooh, I caught a few <laughs> seconds of the closing music, and uh, and it was a mixture of the Light of the Seven and the Reigns of Castamere, and I never realized it, but they fit perfectly together, um, the way that they're playing in, in tonight's episode's um, credits music. Check it out. Really but, good. But if they would have played ACDC, then you would have had one more connection uh, to, uh, you know, metal of that time, you know, going over to, <laughs> you know, from ACDC to Ozzy. Now we're connecting more to Tony Stark, to the Starks. We're just bringing these stupid fans <laughs> together. <laughs> Iron Man. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see that t-shirt? I think I shared it on y'all's page where it shows uh, the, uh, the Iron Man mask and the uh, that has like basically the Starks and it says, uh, it's got like one half of the font is the Game of Thrones font and the other half is like the Ooh. Iron or Tony Stark kind of font. Nice. I just think it's, it's funny. Fuck yeah. I was like, man, if they would have played Hell's Bells at the end, that would have just been like, <laughs> been TV off. like, what are we doing? <laughs> These credits are brought to you by ACDC and Pepsi. <laughs> oh my God. There was a big battle in Robert's Rebellion called the Battle of the Bells where oh. um, ah. John Connington fought or tried to fight. Robert Baratheon was, I think he was injured and he was hiding out in this town. I don't remember the town somewhere yeah. near the lands and, John Connington was trying to roost, you know, find him and run him out of town. But some Ned's army or some of Robert's forces ended up coming in and Robert escaped. And all in the books, John Connington is just continuously going back to the Battle of the Bells, thinking yep. of what it could have, um, how he could have changed things, killed Robert and won Rhaegar his throne. And, so and his so heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, good call, man. Battle of the Bells. I had forgot about that. Um, Don Christensen in the chat on Facebook is saying, did Varys alert people about John before he died? Before he fried? I think so. I, th like, I think he was just sitting there writing letters all day. We don't know how much time elapsed between the first time mm -hmm. we saw him writing and the last time. I think he got a bunch of those letters out. Just the way that, that um, Stannis sent out all the letters when when um, Robert died, saying that Joffrey was a bastard born of incest, <laughs> basically, and, <laughs> and the not the rightful heir, I think that Varys just did the same thing and sent out letters all across the kingdom, basically the kingdoms, letting them know that John is the true heir. And now that Danny's pulled some bullshit like this, it's going to be a pretty easy choice yeah. for people to pick John over Danny. Yeah, I mean it's. A lot of people have, have said, oh, Danny is fire and John is ice. But then other people are like, no, John is both ice and fire. He was raised in the north, but is actually a Targaryen. Mm -hmm. So they end up, yeah. the, the finale, the very ending is that Danny is cast aside and John is everything. He is encompassing right. the whole story the of ice spectrum. and fire. Yeah. yeah, that's entirely possible, man. That is entirely 
possible. Lord Bryson Byron. has Wolf. Uh, is, is, <laughs> he's, he's saying, okay. I, guess, I guess we'll get no explanation of why Varys and Melisandre had to die together, like, both in this strange land. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, guess, I don't know if we'll yeah. get an explanation, but we at least know that she knew it would happen. <laughs> it confirmed one of her visions is true, at least. <laughs> and, and now we don't got to see any more of like these... Uh, well, I don't understand why Danny and John just can't rule together on the, all that. All those theories just got roasted. Dude, I love it. That was so insane. I love it, like, dude. He, you know, he kisses her and steps back, and they they're kind of looking at each other like this is awkward. And she's like, "Fear, then, you know, like I guess there's no love. It's just gonna so be fear." I was like, "Oh man, we're going into the thing next month. I mean, next week, like." What is what's the ending? Like, okay, we 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 root out Danny, right? We go in there and we gotta destroy her. That's gotta be the goal. But you know that's what they all want us to think right now. Like, I mean, yeah. just like at the end of last week, we were all like, Yeah, Dakaris, burn that place to the ground. I can't really <laughs> kill Masande. She did though. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did it. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. Oh, oh man. And drove so on I feel like, like we have no <laughs> idea how this is gonna end. <laughs> Yeah, all bets are out the window at these at this point. Daniel M. Rodriguez is confirming L plus R equals ice plus fire. Indeed. Indeed, my friend. They're going to write songs about me. <laughs> Black metal songs. <laughs> yeah. They'll be writing those about like, Danny. Totally, yeah. <laughs> True. It totally... You know, set everything off, but when there were John and Grey Worm and the Northern forces were kind of the stalemate with the Lannister forces in the street there, they threw down their swords. And then that was basically at the point where Danny had knocked out all the defenses mm-hmm. and had only attacked soldiers and stuff. She perches herself on the wall there and then ends up, of course, I was hoping she was just going to fly to the Red Keep, burn Cersei out, and then, you know, minimal civilian casualties. But. <sighs> Grey Worm is seeing red, just like Danny is seeing red because they lost Masande. So Grey Worm just chucks his spear and is on. Yeah, basically, this is Sparta! <laughs> Throws his spear at that guy. Um, I mean, what do you guys think about the idea that, uh, I mean, the Knights of the Vale weren't there, right? Hmm. We don't I'm know. not sure. I, yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they were. I don't remember seeing any of their banners or what was Royce that first or, army yeah. that was lined up outside of uh, the the gate on Danny's side, Harry something Swift Strickland ah this, yeah Harry Strickland yeah. was that guy so that was at House Strickland's forces. Well, Strickland isn't that the Golden Company's leader? Oh, all right, yeah. So that was the Golden Company. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was the Golden Company. Okay, I was wondering. Uh, Derp. Yeah. Yeah, the, and we'll talk about the like the biggest red shirts in history. For I mean, I know not according to the books, but according to the TV show that we're talking about, just like wow, look at these guys in the boat. They and then just, I mean, yeah, just right. done. Grave Worm, Grave that was uh, Grave Worm's first kill of the battle was like their main dude. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh, so good. But what well, the reason I bring that up is like if we don't know where the Knights of the Vale are, I feel like. Uh, Obviously, the way we've been sitting Sansa up, because, I mean, she's been a major player since episode one also. We've seen her go through very similar stuff as Danny. I mean, they were holding hands there for a moment, talking about their mutual pain. So, um, 
I know this is really hard for probably me to say more than anybody, but I am so hoping that <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather see Sansa on the throne any day of the week at this point than than Danny. I never thought I'd say that. I know. I was just going to say, we were, you were just talking last week about how Sansa's never been your fave. Yeah, I thought she was going to do something dark, like, you know, like go ahead and start heading, you know, heading south, you know, or something like, or something was going to happen. The other thing I wanted to bring up is last week, I don't really think they showed the Golden Company at all. They showed the Lannister on top of the uh, the battlements up there when they killed Masande, and they showed uh, uh, they showed obviously Euron when they killed uh, the dragon. Yeah, I didn't recognize but this their whole armor. time. This whole time, I was telling Amy we're watching the credits this morning. I'm like, what if the Golden Company storms Winterfell in this episode? Like, <laughs> they're been crazy. I thought that's wow. what was going to happen for a little bit, you know, because we yeah. and up until that we see them charge through there. And line up in this episode. We haven't seen them since their boat ride. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I thought, That's man, if we haven't people. seen them. They took they took a few other iron boats around the other side of the continent, and they're about to freaking walk in and like stab up <laughs> Sansa and all that kind of stuff. Oh, so Sansa. I thought something like that was going to happen. So I was really happy when uh when uh, old Strickland got his uh got his gray worm up and comments. Nice. Yes. We got a Winter good email. Uh, yeah, yeah, safe for now. <laughs> we yeah, yeah, Danny's probably going to fly up there. She's going to be so mad at Sansa for telling the truth for you know for his, like uh, Don't man. say that. Don't say that. <laughs> we got a good email from our uh, our friend Lord Calvin of House Cook earlier and he was He's always gets confused when we when we're talking shit about Sansa. He's he, he was wondering, asking me to quantify some of my positions on Sansa, basically. And I have to admit that he's he's that we don't have too much reason to be very mad at Sansa. I mean, I would be super pissed as well if I had just fought a war to win my home and sovereignty back for my nation and then some bitch on a dragon rides in out of nowhere and wants me to bend the knee well, uh in, in my defense to his email like uh my big thing was the battle of the bastards thing this season i haven't really had an issue with her as much oh, as just that she didn't that tell john just, yes that oh that still burns me even though you know we're way far away from that now like that part's always going to piss me off. If I do any rewatch, I'm like, just grind tell him, your gears. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> it grinds my... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but this season, this season, the only thing I've had is like, why did you just tell that secret? And now I'm all like, yeah, I'm glad she told that secret. <laughs> you got That's me, so writer. <laughs> yeah, right? That's hilarious. Oh, it's so awesome. I love it when somebody does this. Like when a show does this, when it's just not like you can sit there and go, I know how this is going to end. You know, it's, yeah. no one could have predicted this. Oh. I mean, you, you could predict Danny burning King's Landing to the ground, but not in the way this has unfolded. You know, like just her brain twisting up like the way it is. You know, so, I mean, you could see it like. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, um, no, since episodes three and four were like the lowest rated episodes of all time for Game of Thrones, basically. Um, what do you think, how do you think people are going to react to this one? Are the people who are mad about the other stuff going to now gonna... be excited that Danny's turned crazy? No. no, it's the internet, dude. They're going to bomb the shit out of it because it's not, it's just like Star Wars fans. It's not the way I think it should have been, so it's wrong. <laughs> when you start reading through all these internet movie database and like 
all these public reviews on like these episodes or Facebook reviews, that's almost all of it is, well, I think this episode sucked because they didn't do this, this, and this. You know, it's like, well, where did you get those ideas? Those are your right. ideas. You don't write on this show. <laughs> I mean, this is good. This is good TV, man. Yeah, I love like, this personally. Like, I'm pretty happy with predict what's going to happen. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, for I mean, compared to last season where it felt like everything was being kind of telegraphed, like, all right, I can see where this is going. We got these clear defined lines. Cersei's the bad guy. Danny's the good guy. All right, cool. I don't even remember last season at this point. (laughs) What even (laughs) happened last season, honestly? (laughs) I'm trying to think of anything that happened in season seven. I'm drawing a total blank. We liked Danny. We liked her. Yeah, we liked her, Danny. We we liked Danny. We liked Danny last episode. Oh, yeah, the wall coming down, Dragonstone. Or she tries to get John to bend the knee. Boat sex. <laughs> I uh, guess these past I couple episodes have just been so intense that, yeah. you know, wiped my memory. Uh, man. Oh, Matt. I'm Madness. about Danny. Fuck. She told Tyrion, next time you fail me will be the last time you fail me. What do you guys think? Is she going to get to him? Or is, is he going to manage to escape her dragony grasp? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe John and Tyrion make it out alive. Arya, maybe not. Danny, probably not. Sansa probably will. Bran probably will. But the main players in King's Landing right now. Grey Worm probably dies fighting John. Oh, man. Ah. Is that what's going to happen? Grey is he going to have to go through Grey Worm to get to Danny? Oh, yeah. Grey Worm is Danny's ride or die right now. Yeah, totally. Do we still like so, Grey Worm at this point? I I'm do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs> so I'm uh, good with Grey Worm, but he's defending Danny, who just—it was a soldier who'd like waved the white flag, though. Yeah, he yeah. already yeah. disarmed like, himself. But yeah. is his rules of honor and chivalry the same as the Westerosian <clears throat> versus the Essos? Probably not. It's no. like screw that. You killed my woman. You're done. I didn't yeah. do it. I don't care. You look like him. <laughs> uh, strange you know. from this land, dude. Oh, that's that. I liked the makeup they had on Arya when she was finding the pale mare and everything, with a big streak of blood across her face, yeah. and uh, she's looking all haggard, covered in dust and grime. I thought it was really effective. Uh, it, she just seemed like so out of it. Some of those sequences from the on the ground in King's Landing were so intense. Through the little uh-huh. winding corridors and the flames just coming from all directions and. So seeing the people with like burned hands and like, oh, uh, you could tell that they'd been, they'd survived being hit by dragon fire, which sounds like a nightmare in itself. Whoa, check this out. Facebook, Don Christensen. How sad for Danny if Arya wore Grey Worm's face and killed her. <laughs> oh. oh, that'd be so cool. That'd that be would awesome. be awesome. Good call, Don. She doesn't use call. any. Faceless man magic. I mean, she's fought, but as far as the magic of faces and stuff, she hasn't used any right. of that since the twins. Yeah, since Walder. So, Our good friend Walder. Boo, Walder Frey. <laughs> and and what's, where's Bron going to come in on all this? Danny would just burn the shit out of him. 
just because. Oh, man, Braun, yeah. Oh, God. Danny is a oh. wild card at this point. Exactly. Derek Pachinko just messaged me on a Facebook messenger saying uh, uh, he's loading a screenshot showing that the Knights of the Veil were at King's Landing. Oh, all right. Good good eye, Derek. Cool. Nice, man. Nice. Oh, yeah. Daniel M. Rodriguez is saying in the chat, too, confirmed House Aaron was present at the siege. Timestamp, nine minutes, 43 seconds, two frames, shields running through the busted gates. Good call, brother. You guys are on point. Yeah, excellent. Um, Power is Daenerys' poison, Amberly Nicole says. Yeah. Alicia Star- uh, Stout says the show started with the Starks and will end with the Starks. I've always been rooting for Sansa on the throne. That would be crazy. Imagine the throne gets relocated to um, Winterfell, where the Northern Kings ruled from for so long, just because King's Landing is destroyed. <laughs> I mean, the the fact that King's Landing is gone basically throws everything up in the air, right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, flea bottom is like gone. Oh. What did they do when they captured? Um, so what'd you say, Johnny? Go, go for it. Yeah, go for it, Zach. Uh, I mean, if if John doesn't want the throne, the capital is burned. Are the Seven Kingdoms going to fracture into their own thing again? Huh. Well, I would argue awesome. in favor of decentralization of powers. There you <laughs> so, go. So, That's right. It's going to be the seven states when we're done with it. <laughs> so. When they capture Danny, they're like, it's like a bunch of people don't know what they're doing. They're like, put her on this pyre. All right, we're going to burn her. She's a witch. This isn't working. What the hell? She's like, perfect. Yeah, perfect. You've eliminated my bonds. (laughs) 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 The bindings have burned away. You've really just freed her again. Oh, Drogon is going to be a big problem. Yeah, Sarah Larkham says, what if Winterfell becomes the new capital? That would be pretty cool. I'm hoping there's total decentralization now. I want to see Gendry be the king of his own kingdom, Stormlands, etc. I hope we see a series of kings, or even better yet, not kings, but elected officials. <laughs> yeah, no, no more monarch. Right, yeah, Never break the wheel. The that might be what John does. He's like, it's time to melt this thing down. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Maybe Danny did just break the wheel and stop, you know, even though she killed all these people, maybe it'll be like sort of like a uh, like a Pyrrhic victory, you could say, like a victory at too great a cost where like the wheel is broken, but all these people are dead and it's sad. Or it could be like a Machiavellian type thing where like maybe she, <laughs> she deems that it was worth it, you know, or to like slaughter all these people. I can't see anything oh. in her mind right now, but. Burn them all! Burn <laughs> yeah. them all! Yeah. Right. In, in that conversation with John, next week, she sort of talks about um, basically we're going to have to sacrifice this one generation of common folk for all the future generations to not have to live under a tyrant. That was sort of her justification for yeah, burning. But it's, 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 but it's not it's a like, generation. It's just a bunch of poor people that have no way of like, and the only reason they're there is for easier commerce and to try to get some sort of like yeah. food and things like that. I mean, that's, yeah, I, that's, that's a psycho talking. That's definitely a yeah. tyrant in the making. Mm-hmm. Oh. For sure. Amberly Nicole <laughs> says, Bron will get his castle. He will get his castle. I mean, he's got a, you know, it seems like they're 
probably be plenty of castles to choose from at this point with the with the rate people are dying. So, I mean, yeah, dragons are, like you said, what a sentient nuclear bomb or something like that. But if Danny dies somehow and Drogon doesn't interfere in her being killed, he's away or I don't know. So maybe John is, like Very said, John is the one person who could possibly keep the North in the Seven Kingdoms and keep it united. Mm. Perhaps John is the one person that's good and uh, centered and well-rounded enough to own a dragon without fucking using it to destroy everything and be king. Maybe, maybe. So if Danny dies... uh, Sorry, go ahead, Johnny. I'd say to that that theory of like, the PTSD alone, I can't see him ever getting on one of those things again. Like, <laughs> watching all that. Like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Slayed the dragon. <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to be like um, of mice and men. He like mounts Drogon and like <laughs> stabs him in the head or something. <laughs> Look at the flowers, Drogon. <laughs> oh, wow. He's going to Carol Drogon. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's hilarious. Oh, man. Who knows, man? What are you doing? Oh. What else is there to, to talk about? Anything else you guys want to discuss? Uh, oh, there was that moment. Oh, this is a good one, a good parallel that I've noticed. When, when, before Cersei gives up all hope, even though everything is being destroyed, it, she was, she sort of mirrored the way Janice Slint was standing at the top of the wall. Like, there's no such thing as giants, even though they're like standing right below him. You know, Cersei was sitting there like, the Red Keep has never been penetrated before. Like, you know, like, they can't get past yeah. the gates of the Red Keep, you know, and he's like, they're, they've unsullied have breached the walls, <laughs> your grace. You know? it was, I saw it like a. It's still good. We're still good. Yeah, there was like yeah, a total was- parallel between those two. It's very interesting. Funny. Yeah, especially as close as they were in the, early on in the series, too, or as close as he was to their family. Yeah, makes, that, he was the head of the Gold Cloaks. You know, so. But yeah. I mean, at the same time, I mean, all the way up till uh, Tarly got burned up, he was got had the same mindset. Like this is old world mindset on things. Like this is the way it is. You know, you know. I mean, Jaina Slint, Cersei. Uh, Sam uh, Samwell's dad, like all of them, have like this. They, they got this crap right in front of them, and they still won't change or like give. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, if she were to cut freaking Masande's head off, we'd be good right now. Like, I really think that was just. It, I mean, that was it. And then the heartbreak with John just like pushes it over the edge the rest yeah. of the way. Like, if there's any way to come back, she would have. It would have required like a nurturing John to help her through the situation. Yeah. But when that didn't happen, it was just like, you know, they all the all she had left her only remaining tie is a dragon, and <laughs> that's a, you don't want the dragon to be the angel on your shoulder, right? Because it's it's not. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, uh, another another thing in the very beginning in the previously on. There it was Maester Aemon saying a Targaryen alone, alone in the world, in the world. Is a terrible thing or awful thing. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we see that J- Don Danny feels alone. I mean, John's still there, but he's not there romantically right. anymore. She feels alone. So she yeah, feels alone in the world. And yeah. God, what a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you think too? You think back to another thing that telegraphed some of this is in that uh, that uh, Florence and the Machine um, lyric video they did. 
uh, for uh, Jenny of Old Stones, uh, there's that part where he's holding like a Gret, like just grieving over her death, you know, from the battle at the wall. And it's like, okay, but you just showed the parallel of these two at the water fountain. But like when the strings and everything really comes up, that's what you're showing. And it, I was like, I don't think da John and Danny are going to be together at the end of this at all. Like, I mean, even from back at what that was the end of episode two of the season. And like this, when he just walks away from her at that point, it's like, oh, no. Like, it, like everything is lining up now. Like, these two were never destined to be. Like, Egret was his love, not Danny. Yeah, you know, damn, dude. Damn. Fucking, like, it all starts coming together. Like, it feels like Benioff and Weiss were just sitting there, like, putting that little stuff together, you know, like, overseeing, like, ooh, ooh, put this in there. See if anybody gets it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bastards. <laughs> when you look back at classic love stories of this series, like, I think Duncan, man, you probably already got this on your roster, but, like, when it's all said and done, you need to, like, invite, like, a round table on for everybody to do, like, their top five of the series. Yeah. You know, and Gret and John's love story is, like, would definitely be up there in, like, my top five. Like, I love, like, from the moment they meet till that moment where he's holding her, like, that is just an awesome story within a story. It's so fucking Yeah. Cool. Great arc, definitely. So many good things like that. Uh, <laughs> Daniel uh, M. Rodriguez is making another uh, Star Wars parallel here. John, you were the chosen one. It was said you would destroy the tyrants, not join them. Bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. Daenerys, Daenerys Skywalker, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Obi John, you were my auntie Daenerys. I loved you. Yeah. Oh man, brutal. That's so good. That, that... Oh man. Anything else yeah, you guys want to add uh, add to this? I think I think that's pretty much it, man. Oh I man, and like so bad. Right yeah, now. I feel you. Cannot wait. Alicia Stout mentioned another good uh, connection with. With um, the Queen of Thorns, remember what she told Danny: "Be a dragon. You're a dragon. Be a dragon." She went a little too far following that advice. Dragon. I, say. Dragon. I have a uh, hard high garden. So. Oh, what about man. high garden? Yeah, high garden's still sitting good. So I mean, she would still be happy rolling in her grave, like, "Oh, well, she's being a dragon, and my place is sitting fine." Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So, you guys ready to close it out? Yeah, man. Sure. Ready for the deep dive on this one, Duncan? Have yeah, a good it's going to be a fun <laughs> one. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate you showing up with us live after the show. Um, you can always feel free to write in if you want at Ravens at Game of Microphones. We've been contacted by an investor who said they will match donations three times. So if you like what we've done with this show, um, with the series rewatch and all of our continued coverage, this is a perfect time to make a donation to uh, show your appreciation. Every contribution you make helps, and uh, we're looking forward to continuing after Game of Thrones, covering the books, covering the spinoffs, etc. So... We're not going anywhere. You guys can look forward to that. You can always reach us at 813-JOFFREY-RAVENS <laughs> at GameWithMicrophones.com. You can uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
at either GOM Podcast or <laughs> Game of Microphones. Yeah, Johnny's got it over there pointing out all this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could just read it right off of that, couldn't I? We're on BitChute, Steam It, YouTube, <laughs> Minds, Gab, anywhere, everywhere, for the most part. <laughs> Rick and Morty, 100years.com with Rick and Morty. <laughs> you can find us everywhere. Also, make sure to check out Sirenicide which is uh, approaching season four. Yeah, with Johnny Stitches down there and me. Johnny Stitches as Johnny Stitches. Me as mayor of Morston, Texas. Malik Husto. (laughs) Thank you, guys, to everybody. Um, Thank you to Lord Zach of House Bruce for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure having you on during this season. Looking forward to having you on hopefully next week as well. A major thank you to Johnny Stitches, the one and only. (laughs) Thank you to John Bailey, the epic voice guy from the Emmy-nominated Honest Trailers for narrating our show or for announcing our show. Thank you to everybody who's participated in the chats and uh, listened and kept us company and <laughs> joined us for a therapy session as we talk all this through. And uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Princess Sarah and Rachel. Lady yes. Rachel. Yeah. Thank you. Ladies uh, of Game of Microphones. Yeah. The ladies of Game of Microphones who, um, too bad Rachel can't, couldn't join us this week. I think she's going to try to make time to join us live next week so we can look forward to that. Maybe it'll be like a, like a five of us uh, if, if we can get Princess Sarah back on as well. It could be a big round table or pen uh, table, I guess. Five. <laughs> Pentagram, pentatable. <laughs> yeah, we need a sep table. Yeah, that's what we need for, for the season eight finale. Exactly. The it's like, man, seven. I can't understand anything. All seven of these people are talking over each other at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some kind of conflict with the. I can hear it too when you guys start talking at the same time. You both start cutting out. So it's yeah. you know, a little, little rocky with that. But thanks everybody for putting up with us. There's still 13 people listening on Facebook right now, even through the thank yous and stuff. Wow, you guys That's are epic, amazing. <laughs> Thank you for Here's listening. It, all your friends. Light it up. Let's see as many shares as we can get on this thing. That'd be yeah, awesome. definitely. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And oh, yeah. Also, thank you to Purpose from Tragic Allies for letting us play his music. Um, it's cool having him comment earlier. Um, thank you to Sabrina Cruz and Seven Kingdoms, who are uh, listeners as well. Great band. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could just keep going on forever. There's so many people who've uh, you know, helped us put this put this all on. So thank you to everybody, and we will catch you guys soon. All right, I'm gonna end it for real now. <laughs> all right, thanks everybody. Talk to you soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.